Hey friends, and welcome to episode 130 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is all about the summer slowdown and adjusting your productivity levels during slower seasons. You know what I'm talking about. That time during the summer months when the sun is shining, it's gorgeous and warm outside, and you have vacation on the brain. Or maybe instead of doing a lot of relaxing, you're kind of all over the place because your kids are home for the summer. You're planning activities, carting them to and from camps. You're trying to keep them away from the TV screen for too many hours of the day and generally trying to do it all while keeping everyone sunscreened up and hydrated. You might be asking yourself, is it okay to just chill out a little during the summer? Or should I keep working hard so I don't lose momentum on my big goals and work projects? And if you do decide to relax a little, you don't want to completely ditch work, or at least you know you shouldn't. So how can you set healthy boundaries, get things done, but also relax a little while maintaining your momentum? And if all of that at the same time sounds impossible, don't worry, I've got you. In fact, I've got three tips for working through your summer that can help. In this episode, I'm sharing why productivity seems to slow down in the summer. You'll hear how to make room for fun in your schedule, what changing your environment can do for your focus and productivity, and finally, a reminder about why taking a break is so important. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands, maybe you're even on your way to vacation right now, or maybe you're doing stuff around the house dreaming of vacation, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. And today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 130. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Summer in Louisiana is hot. And not like warm on your skin, sun-kissed, sunshiny, fun hot. We're talking like miserable, dripping with sweat, the air is as thick as jello, and you literally need a shower after you walk from your front door to your car hot. So down here, we spend a lot of time in the water, or parked in front of a fan, or inside with the AC. But even if you're not wading through the oppressive summer heat and humidity like we are in Louisiana, your mind is probably wandering to the vacation you have planned in a few weeks, or you're daydreaming about the trip you just got back from. You're thinking about everything but what's in front of you on your computer screen. If you sometimes feel like you're the only one experiencing summer brain fog, I promise you, you're not alone. 
many businesses and organizations of all sizes, from solopreneurs to nonprofits to corporations, typically experience a summer slowdown. Not everyone puts up their out-of-office message and heads to the beach, but the flow and energy of many businesses do change. I came across an article that I'll link in the show notes, but basically there's a ripple effect that commonly happens in the summer. If your CEOs and managers are on vacation, not to mention everyone on your social media feeds, more people tend to take vacation as a result. This even happened to me a few weeks ago at Clockwise. I realized that nearly everyone on the marketing team was gonna be out of office on the upcoming Friday, so I decided to take the day off too. And of course, this all depends on your industry. If you're a wedding photographer or an event planner in a location that's not miserably humid Louisiana, for example, summertime may be your busy season. But you can still apply what we're talking about today to your slow season, whether that's after the holidays or the end of winter or whenever. Now that we've covered what summer slowdown is, let's talk about how you can work through it without going overboard on the relaxation and doing nothing or not taking any break at all. Instead of the extremes, we're aiming for somewhere in the middle. So tip number one is to make a plan. Sometimes a slow season can open up the opportunity to work on new ideas or projects or pick up on tasks that have been pushed to the back burner. Maybe you've been itching to try a new hobby or a new habit. And the best way to make those things happen is by making a plan. And it doesn't have to be some complicated 38-point plan, so don't worry. Just start by writing a list of everything you'd like to do this summer. I mean, that sounds fun. Stuff like clear out clutter, take a road trip with your family, update your resume, maybe, or take a full spa day for yourself. Just promise me you won't leave having fun off your list, okay? And yes, I know it sounds a little weird to schedule fun time for yourself, but if you don't regularly make that time for yourself, you're missing out on important opportunities to recharge. You can start by making a bucket list of experiences or achievements you want to have during your life. If thinking about or coming up with a list of summer activities has you stumped, I encourage you to think big. Maybe you could start by making a bucket list of experiences or achievements you want to have during your life. You know, like skydiving or visiting a certain city or reading a certain number of books. I talk about making more time for fun back in episode 83 if you want to learn more. But thinking about these lifetime bucket list activity big dreams can really get your wheels turning about what you might do this summer. Now, once you've got your list, Are there any things that need to be done on a certain day? Maybe you've already scheduled your spa appointment or you've blocked out time for that road trip. Go ahead and fill those events in on your calendar. And what you have left are more flexible to-dos, but you can still block out time for them on your calendar. I find that when some people have too much time on their hands, They tend to lose focus and waste that time because they're thinking, well, I have plenty of time to do that later. And then later never comes. One of the best pieces of advice I got when it comes to time management actually came from an orientation meeting the summer before I interned on Capitol Hill. One of the former interns up at the front of the room answering questions and sharing his best tips told us, before you leave for DC, 
make a list of everything you want to do. Every museum you want to visit, every monument or restaurant. Then plug those things into your calendar before you get to DC. Give every weekend a different adventure. Because once you get there, you'll be tempted to get into a rhythm of sleeping in, watching TV, and just hanging out. And the next thing you know, it'll be the last weekend of your internship and you just can't squeeze everything in DC into one weekend. Now, we might not be DC interns, but we can treat our summer the same way. Make a plan, plug it into your calendar, and follow through. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. All right, on to tip number two, change up your environment. It can be especially tough to slow down if you're working from home, like I know many of us are, because you're constantly thinking about how you'll need to tidy up or run errands or make dinner later. You can see the dishes in the sink or the pile of laundry on the sofa that needs to be folded. You look around and you're surrounded by little nagging reminders of everything else that's on your to-do list. So why not change things up? Could you take your work outside? Set up camp in your backyard or your front porch. If you can, head to a park you've never been to. And if it's way too hot to work outside, can you head to a coffee shop or another location to get some work done? One of my favorite places to study when I was in college was a big booth at IHOP. Uh, So have some pancakes, do some work. 
Wherever you go, let yourself enjoy the different sights and sounds and smells. It's almost like a little escape while you're working. And if you can't change your environment, consider making some small temporary changes to your workspace. Turn on some soothing music and turn off your notifications. Lately, I've been loving Vitamin String Quartet for background music. Light a candle. Switch up your art or update your framed photos to give you something new to look at. Pick up some fresh flowers next time you go to the grocery store and do a little DIY arrangement. Stretch, breathe, and soak in the slower, quiet moments. A change of environment or a change in your environment can help you slow down yet stay focused on what you're doing. And the third and final tip, tip number three, is to give yourself a break. Yes, I'm serious. Taking a break can work wonders for your productivity. Taking a break can help you avoid burnout. You can rest and recharge your mental, physical, and emotional batteries. You give yourself permission to just be. Remember, we're human beings, not human doings. So when your slow period is over and it's time to work hard again, Taking those breaks can help you feel refreshed and ready to dive back in. And I know that there are some of y'all out there who believe that you're never off duty and that you simply can't check out of work. Trust me, I've been there, but I promise you can. But it might take some prep work. And when you do the prep work, it's worth it. So if the idea of totally disconnecting from your work scares you, start by preparing in advance. If you're taking that summer trip with your family I mentioned, ease into it before you go out of office. Think about a typical day in the life or a week in the life. What are the things that must continue to happen or run in the background while you're away? How can you set up systems like automation or autoresponders? What could you delegate to someone else, even temporarily? How can you set boundaries and communicate with your clients or your partners or your teammates so you can actually step away? What should your out-of-office message communicate so you're setting clear expectations? I share some more resources for doing all of this in episode 70, so be sure to tune into that one. And there you have it. Three tips for working through the summer slowdown. Yes, you can stay focused and productive, but also give yourself permission to breathe and go along with a gentler, more leisurely pace. The way I see it, summer is the perfect time to check back in with yourself, your goals, and your priorities. It's the perfect time to tackle all those little tasks and projects that have been patiently waiting, but it's also the perfect time to let yourself have some fun. So whether you wanna spend more time on yourself, prepare for busier seasons ahead, or simply relax and do nothing at all, I encourage you to make it happen this summer. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 130. And make sure you check out the show notes so you can look through the past episodes and that article I mentioned. All right, thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.